It's just like a little blurb. Okay. Yeah, the, the whole article is cut off. You got to like sign up for it. Okay. But you're going to send us a little chunk. Yeah. I figure we just take a peek at it. I think it's got points worth bringing up. Okay. Who's it written by? The Buffalo Gazette? <laughs> I wish I fucking knew who it was written by, man. <laughs> is it written by me? It re- reads like it was written by you. One to two cents of supporting details from sources. Listen, don't don't read it too much. I want to I want to comb through it together. Okay, um, but we're already I live. Think it's got a lot of good points. Yeah, so we can start the show whenever you're ready. I mean, it's recording. The the go. thing's going. So go. All right. Uh, welcome Boy to championship intelligent man- manager. Yeah. Sorry, fuck that up. No, that was yeah. great. No, I love that. Should I try again? Yeah, please. Okay, uh, welcome to Championship Week at Slick Picks. Um, yeah, it was a good week last week, I would say. Um, I went yeah. two and one. <laughs> yeah, I, I really loved everything that happened last week um, on the field. I went two and one. Uh, Jags KC under hit for me, as well as the Niners uh, minus three hit for me. So I got three points, uh, two and one. Uh, Jared went one and two with the Jags covering the eight and a half for his one point play. Um, both me and Jared. Um, Looked a little silly with the Giants. I have some comments about the Giants we can maybe get to after the article, but let's let's jump into this article. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, it's floor source. Yeah. I mean, if I had to describe myself with two phrases, it would be uh reader and football fan. And I did some digging, you know, this past week, did a lot of reflection after this tough week with the Bills and stuff. Found a good article out there. We could could go over it here. We got Myself, we got Mikey, we got our our fan, our our, our uh, guest, Miami Dell. I'm all fucked up. I'm all fucked up. Before mm-hmm. this recording, I was at the gym and I was doing curls. You I was, bro. You were at the gym, curls. dude. Flex for us. <laughs> if you're, doing... you're, you're showing me your little Arr, wrist. Yeah, there we go. Arr. I was doing curls at the gym. The rope broke. There was a malfunction in the equipment. Pulled the bar up. Hit myself in the face with it. I'm bleeding all over, you know, my lips bloody, my teeth hurt, might have a concussion. So if I'm stuttering around here, that's why it's because I'm concussed and playing hurt. So powerful little article here. It's untitled or no author. It's called why football reasons why football should be banned. And this is something I've been reading a lot about lately. I think he's got a lot of good points here. I think we should all as Americans Kind of think about that. We saw the Tua stuff going on this year. We saw the DeMar Hamlin stuff going on this year. I think enough's enough. Personally, you have there's something something, to say? Yeah, there's something we should say. You brought up Tua and DeMar Hamlin. Two people who are completely fine right now, by the way. We did this whole well, fucking charade. That's another topic. That's another we topic. We did a whole, we'll this whole into. fucking charade for nothing. DeMar Hamlin's literally walking around and we're praying for him. People are dying Allegedly. all over the country. This guy's completely fine. Tua's c- couldn't be more than fine. Guys gonna come I'm back gonna, and this we'll year. come back. We'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. Reasons why football should be banned. 809 words, four pages long. We're not doing the whole thing. I just want to get a couple paragraphs in here. Mm-hmm. Football should football be banned because of injuries. If football was banned, there would a lot of said players of football and fans. That's right off the point. bat. That's it's a got really good point. I, so I looked up football should be banned, and this was the 
third article <laughs> that I saw. It looks like Charlie Kelly from It's Always Sunny wrote it. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This a football player wrote this. This is yep. the effects of CTE we're reading right now. Mm. Uh, where was I? People are trying to ban football because of too many injuries. The wrong two was used. While football is a contact sport, contact means injures. What critiques say Jut supporters say new helmet technology is being made to stop head injuries, comma. You know those chat AIs that like can like write essays for you? This was like the first one ever invented. They're like, all right, computer, just write this, just throw some words together. Like it almost sounds like English. It almost does. Barely. There's definitely an idea behind the writing. I will give the art the the author that. My favorite part is about halfway through in parentheses, it just says one to two sentences of supporting details from sources. He forgot to include, I think that was like meant to be like edited out and replaced with some details. He forgot to do that, but it was published. I think he left it in there on purpose to let us know that he has sources. Yeah. And that he's not just spewing. He's letting us know like, Hey, it's not just me that thinks football is bad. Uh, and that there's new helmets. If football was banned, many jobs would be lost, like trainers and coaches, and the players themselves, American football, is too dangerous, and it should be abolished. And then after abolished, there's no period, but there is a parenthesis. Like, he had a parenthesis in the beginning, but then he didn't. So what I can tell from this is it's some dirty foreigner who wrote it who's jealous because they, wrote, <laughs> they, called, it a, they called it American football. Nobody in America calls it American football unless That's you're either – foreign or you don't watch football so immediately don't care what this guy has to say i like that it could be a lady it could be a woman it could be a woman we are we are forgetting that uh there's just just a lot in here for me we don't gotta do the whole thing i'll tweet it out yeah i'll tweet it out and everyone else can enjoy this article uh with us it's a yeah it's a good read um it's i just think it's 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 a good read and i think it makes a great point that maybe we just shouldn't play football anymore I think it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of... I'm tired of people watching people get hurt. I'm tired of being hurt watching people be hurt. I I don't know how you guys feel. You guys are entitled to your own opinions. Me, personally, have felt for a long time now that football is disgusting. I Um, think the injuries are the best part of the game. (laughs) Don't live for it. Yeah, Tua going down the second time. He's like, let's go. (laughs) It's good stuff. Can't um, wait till it happens a it third just time. kind of feels like bad timing for me because it's like the bills are declining and the lines are starting to get good now, and it just feels like the timing of it really sucks for me. It has, like, it, nothing... it has nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. Again, I just wanted to I check. felt this way for a long time, and I didn't find an article that like encapsulated my opinions well enough until right now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm sharing it. I've always been against football, always. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you never, uh, you never really know anything about it. I know that. N- nothing nothing to reply to that with nothing. just taking nothing. it all right um i actually need to um answer some critics um i was uh, a lot of shit was talked directly to my face about a comment i made last week so i i, I want to address it um we were talking about the daniel jones contract and i got a little a little too excited talking about it eight year 40 million a year contract yeah, I'm going to roll it back a little bit. I'm going to roll it back a little bit, but I'm going to give some context. First of all, A, the QB market is absolutely fucked. B, the Mara family loves Jones, and they're going to end up fucking paying him. Um, 
The guy's 25 years old and is athletic. Let's not forget all of these things. I think a little bit more realistic is like four years with a fifth year option, 32 million. I didn't say, yeah, I said 40. So yeah, I'm going to say 32, four years, fifth year option. I think it's much more realistic. Um, but I also want to just point out some of the contracts that are currently in the NFL to talk about, let's say you throw fucking whatever against the wall and you give Daniel Jones that contract I talked about last week. It would not look as bad as Wentz, age 31, earning 32 million a year. Matt Ryan, 38, earning 30 million a year. Tannehill, yeah. 35, earning 29 million a year. Carr, mm-hmm. 32, 40 million. Kirk, 35, earning 34 million a year. There's some really fucking bad contracts out there in the NFL. Some of those aren't as bad as others, but when you think about the age and all of it, you got to think like Daniel Jones' contract a couple years from now will likely look like a decent value. Yeah. Um, just want to throw that out there. Um, got a little out of pocket with some of my comments last week, but yeah. uh, not completely walking it back because I, I do think you're better off paying one of these guys a long term contract at a reasonable rate. That's all. Yeah. I, Your boy. I disagree. I disagree. I don't think you pay guys that you know aren't going to win you anything. Daniel so Jones you, never won the Super Bowl. So what do you do if you're the Giants? You just try to draft a kid this yes. year? Yeah, you 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 draft it, then he's bad, and then you draft another guy. What's the point of getting a guy who's halfway decent, and then maybe you do what you did this year, you win one playoff game? Pretty much the same thing the Buffalo Bills are doing. You got a guy who you know can't win something, so you decide. This guy's been saying it all fucking week, dude. Well, I tried I mean, to talk to him about it. I tried to talk to him about it. I said, I will let you talk shit about the bill. What did I say? I said something verbatim. I gave him a door. He said, you can say I the bill base- regressed, but you can't say Josh Allen regressed. You can't say Josh Allen regressed. The guy put up 10 points against the, the team. The put up 10 points. It's a team sport. Petty the team sport. Like Skyler Thompson, you plugged was- that guy right into the Dolphins system. You did the same shit because you guys have a good team around it, but your quarterback fucking sucks. Skyler and the Thompson third stringer does the same thing that <laughs> – Tua does. Skyler Thompson threw it like 40% completion percentage and like two picks. Tua doesn't throw picks. It has a great completion percentage. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're two completely opposite quarterbacks. Josh Allen had three fumbles in three picks in two playoff games against mediocre defenses. Like, what? what, where's the defense here? Like, what? The defense is that the play calling is deep. He has a five-strap drop. Every fucking play. The O-line is fucking terrible. The receivers are terrible behind digs. They try to put wide receiver four and wide receiver five and the wide receiver two and wide receiver three. They plugged in play. They have a shitty right tackle. They have a shitty right guard. They have a shitty left guard. They have their, their no talent line on is, the their, offense. Their past line offense line they is missed than on every single draft pick in the past four fucking years. And you're going to sit here and you're going to tell everyone – that Josh Allen's the fucking problem with the Bills. You're a fucking idiot. He's did you, the only did you see, thing that did you, isn't a problem. He had an inconsistent stretch. Big fucking whoop. He's not the fucking. He's not Daniel Jones. He's not Tua. He, your your fucking franchise literally lost its first round pick because your dumbass fucking owner was selling his soul to find someone with an inkling of talent similar to Josh Allen. So you don't know dick. You fucking that. You sad Josh man. Allen. I'll give you that. Josh Allen, an immense amount of talent. Guess who also had an immense amount of talent? Jamarcus Russell. It's the same yeah. thing. I don't you, give jo- how- you give Jamarcus Russell three more years. And- I don't care how, how far Josh Allen goes to the ball. He misses guys on deep. Dude, there is two or three throws to wide open guys that genuinely I might have been able to throw the ball to. You're and- so stupid. You're so stupid, and you're downplaying the whole fucking game. He got pressured on 40% of his dropbacks. He wasn't comfortable the whole game. He also, I will admit, 
had a very inconsistent stretch down the end of the season. Ever since the Jets game where he hurt his elbow, he was not the same quarterback. But to sit here and be like, oh, Josh Allen's not going to win anything is stupid. He's He's like Big Ben. He's like Brett Favre. He gets hot. He gets cold. And when he's hot, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, that's not true. When he's hot, he's the second. I'll tell you what. His ceiling is the second best quarterback in the NFL. I will give you that. His ceiling you know is not what? Pat Mahomes. That's ridiculous to say. His ceiling, if he plays his best football, is the second best quarterback that fell. He has failed to even come close to doing that at any kind of a consistent basis, which is the only way you can win a playoff game. Also, the the, the reason he was consistent he, all twenty twenty two. The reason twenty twenty one. Reason that he's halfway decent is because he can run. Guess what? You can't take the hits he's taking and keep doing it. He's getting older. He's either going to get hurt or he's going to stop running. And we have to rely on just throwing the football. He's going to be fucking terrible. You're, but you're he has win- literally showed you he isn't. He has literally showed you when? When? last year and the year before that and the first half of this year. So you just admitted you're you just admitted he told me. I told said me after his terrible. elbow got hurt, he played worse. I already said that, you fucking imbecile. You said last year, the year before, he showed us, and then half this year. So you just admitted he regressed. He leads the league in turnovers. He fumbles. He fumbles. Hey. He throws picks. Hey, listen, man. The Bills losing was literally the highlight of your season, and that's all that needs to be said about the Dolphins. Week two is the highlight of my season. Uh, that build, whatever, man. Congrats. The only reason the Bills lost that game was because Demar Hamlin body double came in and gave a pump up speech, and they fucking knew it wasn't him. So that's why the whole team was flat. The boys were coming out was- afterwards. They were like, "Oh, there's just no energy." Everyone's asking, "How's there no energy in the playoff game?" It's because Demar Hamlin's body double escorted to the locker room. Everyone Dude. talked to him. Who's this guy? Two things. I heard there. he was white. Two things there. Three things there, actually. First, I do agree it wasn't DeMar Hamlin. Second, <laughs> it was pretty cool, you guys, to honor him by losing by three possessions. That was one of the coolest mm-hmm. things I saw. That was super cool. And we can agree on that. And then three, there's nothing funnier. And, dude, I hate to be one of those guys, and I really do. But it does feel like the NFL has a script that they're trying to follow. The Bills, not looking good. The Bengals are driving on them. They have a, uh, a second or a third and goal from the five. And then they announced DeMar Hamlin's there. And then they call a false start when nobody moved. Like, not like, oh, like, you could have saw something. Like, nobody moved. They call a false start. And then they overturned the touchdown. Like, even if it might not have been a touchdown. touchdown. Jared, Jared, I have a question. Honestly, did you genuinely believe that wasn't a touchdown? Like, like, uh, come on. Like, be real with me. Because I've talked to all my Bills fans, and they're like, no touchdown. I, I, Are we watching the same game? I'm not trying to be a dick here. That was a touchdown. The, I don't understand. They, I think the NFL doesn't call it consistently. I don't think by the rule it was. Was he? Did he? It's like, did he actually catch it? Yeah, but so did uh, Dawson Knox the week before against Miami. Like the ball, he's out of bounds and the ball's moving. Not a touchdown. Yeah, but he, you it's can't. Just not. You, or whoever was was it Milano was covering. You can't hit the ball. In, when he's on the ground, and then it's like, yeah, he didn't go to the ground with the catch, but it's because somebody hit him. You can't do that when on the ground. I literally can't talk in detail about it. I was so drunk, and I haven't watched. I, I haven't watched a lick of football since. But nothing I love more was Jordan, Jordan Poyer's hit where he got hurt. That was such a dirt. He was going for the dirtiest play I've ever seen. If he would that guy's not on the Bills anymore, so I don't know what you want me to say about that. You're talking. Apparently, about he's a dolphin. Player. That's what people are saying. I hate that guy. You'd love so. that. Dolphins love dirty players. 
Pico Alonso's the man, dude. He's not dirty. He yeah. plays football the right way. Five yeah. favorite football players ever. Well, seen. you, you'll Jordan. You love Jordan Poyer, then. Hate that guy. I love Jordan. One of the greatest safeties of all times in Bills history. We'll have a time to talk about uh, what the hell the Bills need to do. Um, I don't know. Maybe post Super Bowl, Super Bowl episode. We'll figure out some time because yeah, get well, this guy off. Let me, let, me of, let me just say yeah. something uninterrupted for for two seconds. Okay. Mute him. The the Bills this year, unarguably, I think, had one of the best, if not the best, roster in the NFL. Okay, they were a phenomenal football team on paper, and they couldn't put it together. First thing. Second thing. Their window is almost closed to win a Super Bowl. They have no money left. They cannot play, pay their players. They, they they had the teams, and there's nothing funnier than me having yeah, those right. fans tell me in the beginning of the year, "This is our year." And I said, "But you said that last year." And they say, "Yeah, but like I didn't actually feel like it last year." That I, I know I said that. I everybody I talked to, I didn't feel like it last year. This year's our year, and you regressed. And every year you're gonna regress. I'm just so happy to continue watching it. It doesn't it's matter cool. who you how good the team is when you got Josh Allen. That's also, the thing. If, but if I do agree that we are out of money and now Josh Allen's contract kicks in, and that's why I think football should that's not why I think football should be banned, but you know, football should be banned, so it doesn't matter. Also, two of plays that last game, we win by probably 30. I mean, nope. that's not really even arguable. We'll never know. We'll never we'll know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Two will never play the playoffs because he can't stay healthy. Talk about it. Yeah, me, and, me and Jared agreed to not talk about it and just say we'll never know. That's yeah. me. Yep, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, we have to get into some picks here. Um, let's let's run through it quickly. It is the first game. It's uh 49ers and Philly. Uh 49ers are plus two and a half underdogs, and the over under is set at 46 and a half. Um, I'll give my quick pick here because I don't have a ton to say about this one, but it's Devontae Smith over five receptions. You can find this on underdog. Uh, FanDuel hasn't put out the receptions, but it's put out the the yards and all that. But I'm going to go over five receptions here for Devontae Smith. Um, he's hit the over on his receptions 14 of the 17 weeks. Pretty fucking ridiculous. Five times this year, he's had less than six receptions. So, you know, more than often than not, it's six minimum. Um, I think A.J. Brown is going to be double teamed or schemed out of the game a lot of times here. As a wide receiver, too, AJ, uh, Devontae Smith is one of the best out there as a wide receiver, too. Um, the 49ers rush defense is sick. Um, the Eagles like to rush the ball. They're going to struggle to do so. They're going to have to throw it. They're going to be in third and long fairly frequently. Um, and my last point here is in the last 10 games, Devonta Smith has had 93 receptions to AJ Brown's 82. Don't overlook Devonta Smith just because he's a wide receiver on this team, not receiver two on this team. Cause he is as legit as it comes. He's actually really impressed me. I didn't think you'd be this good in the NFL. That's my pick. Do you want to go, Jared, or do you want me to tell you what I think? You can go. I'm so I I'm playing hurt. I got a concussion at the gym because I go to the gym. Yeah, okay, buddy. Um good pick, Mikey. Under, good pick, Mikey. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. <laughs> under under unders of this game. Love I, think goes, I think it goes under 46. I would I would guarantee it goes under 46. I think Hertz under 248 and a half yards is like a lot to me. I don't think they're gonna throw the ball a lot. Um, that's not part of their game plan. And that defense is just too good to try to like drop back with a quarterback. Who's not like an elite passer. Um, I actually even like Purdy's under yards. I don't even know. I think it was around the same. I like that, but I like the under on all of it. It's going to be a running defensive battle. It's going to be a football game. It's going to be real. What football is supposed to be. And I'm excited Mm -hmm. for it. This game rocks, man. This game. I'm very, very excited for it. I think these are the two most deserving teams to be in the, in the, uh, 
you know, championship game. Uh, I got the Eagles minus two and a half here. I think that the home crowd advantage is going to be huge. And I think it's going to rattle Purdy. You know, he played, you know, Pac-12 football. That ain't SEC football, baby. And that ain't NFC championship football. He looked, from what I saw, again, I was in a depressive state and still might be after the Bills loss because uh, the franchise is over. The uh, Purdy was shaky, right? He didn't look that great. He got lucky on a lot of dropped interceptions. There's no way around that. And I think what yeah. he's done is super impressive. I don't want to be anti-Purdy here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. But he's am... gotten a fair bit of luck. How, I mean, what more could you ask from Mr. Irrelevant on his first year? I mean, yeah, this team is, I, again, like I've been saying it for months and months, like the, the 49ers roster is basically a perfect roster. I don't know, like outside of Purdy, like if Trey Lance had hit, and maybe he still will, but if he was, you know, like who else was from that draft? Let's say Jalen Hurts' his first year, like that level of player, which wasn't yeah. great, but yeah, pretty good. But, Rushed yeah. around like I mean, a psycho. Yeah, even like Mac Jones. Like if they took Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance, I think it would be the perfect roster. Like, yeah. so I think I think the the home crowd advantage is going to affect Purdy a lot. Uh, I think this is my my one point play. This is my one point play. It's going to get in Purdy's head. Uh, I think he's going to struggle honestly. And I think he, you know, if you are the 49ers, I think you feel great about what Purdy has shown you. Uh, I think you have, you know, you dump Garoppolo in the offseason, then you got Lance and Purdy, like one of those guys should work out, and then you have a, basically a perfect roster. If Purdy comes back next year, like you could definitely take him to the, the, the boat, but this year, I think Purdy has like, it's got to run out, right? Like, yeah. and it's starting to show. It mm-hmm. wasn't in the past. More so tape. Was, That's the thing. Yeah. There's more tape on him. Every week, there's more tape. But the thing is, I don't think it's a concern of like it running out for like for him, but not for the 49ers. Like that team is so good. I think they could run the ball every single play and get and get positive yards. Like, yeah, both the running that's, backs are very good. I'm not too I, concerned. I don't think Purdy's going to go crazy, but I, I, the 49ers, man, are scary. I, I totally agree with you, Dylan. Uh, and it's nice to find some common ground with you, but I, I just think, you know, Again, like these are the two most deserving teams. The Eagles, like you're not playing, you know, you're not playing like the Dolphins. Yeah, you know, you gotta. You, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want to fight anymore. I take it back. You're Come not on, playing the Texans. I don't want to fight, man. I'm so tired. Please don't fight me. I, I think you know the Eagles are a great team. And who are the corners they got on that team? They got Darius Slay, Gardner Johnson, and there's a third one that's Bradbury. Bradbury, James yeah. Bradbury, three really, really good corners who are not going to make it easy on Purdy, who are not going to just, I mean, unless Kyle Shanahan masterclass literally makes the perfect plan against another very good coach. I don't think these guys will be running as wide open as they have been. Mm-hmm. You know, this Cowboys defense that they played last week, it was good, but this Eagles defense is no joke either. Jordan Davis is healthy, right? Um, I believe so. He was injured for a while during the regular season. I think he's back though. Yeah. Um, if that- Jordan Davis is back, I feel great about it, but. Yeah, so for what it's worth, that Devontae Smith pick I had earlier, that was my one-point play. This is my two-point play, and it's also the under with Philly and 49ers. Um, I don't want to interrupt, but um, two rushing teams, like just like what these teams yeah. philosophically want to do, the fifth and eighth most rushing yards this season. Um, <clears throat> I still think Hertz's health is somewhat in question. Um, they rushed him a couple times last year, uh, last week, but it wasn't like he was going all over the place and rushing that well. Um 
the number one and number two teams in yards given up during the regular season, one in seven teams in terms of points given up, three and fifth teams in terms of opponent QBR. These are two really stout defenses. I don't think I need to convince you of that, but I wanted to give some stats to back it. Under 46 and a half. 47 is like the beautiful number. Like you want 47 and a half. Uh, 46 and a half is what it is. Um, I'll take it. I think this could be like 19. I think it could be a very similar point total to the uh, Cowboy game. So, yeah. What, what are the giggles? Am I saying Derek keeps trying to control my camera. He's <laughs> like he's a four-year-old. He can't do it. But um, just for the, that, my, my three-point play. I was desperately play, trying to mute him earlier. Sorry, My three-point play is Hurts under 248.5, and my one-point play is Eagles under – or Eagles 49ers under. So Nice, nice. Uh, anything else to say about this? We're going to move on to the uh, AFC matchup. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, who's who's the cornerbacks for the 49ers? Do we know? Are they good? I mean, I know the 49ers defense is good. Their secondary is nothing to like, brag about, but they're not. They're good enough to not have to like yeah. with that defensive line and. And they got a great DC, which matters a lot. I googled it and Ronnie Lott came up, so um, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, absolute legend. All right, so it's uh, KC and the Bengals. Bengals are favored by a point and a half. The over-under is set at 47 and a half. Um, a lot of weird live movement. Um, it was originally at KC minus one and a half, and then throughout the day, it's just steadily gone the other direction, um, even starting as early as Monday. So um, not so surprised about that movement, but just three points is a lot of movement. So uh, that's the uh, state of affairs. Anyone got a pick on this one? Yeah, I mean, I think we all do. Yeah, uh, we I, do. Have, I have a couple. Mm-hmm. I'll start with just talking about the game in general. I got the Chiefs point and a half here. It's my two-point play. I think Mahomes at home. He's 7-1-1 one one against the spread at home in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still Mahomes. There's a ton of hype for the Bengals right now after what they did to the Bills. I feel like the Bengals had a lot of rah-rah in their pocket last week, which, you know, I think they would have won either way, but that helps the team. When you got the rah-rah, you're the underdog. The Chiefs, they're, the, in my opinion, I think it's very dumb. The Bengals are handing... Mahomes, a lot of rah-rah. They're calling uh, the Chief Stadium Burrowhead. I think it's just kind of like disrespectful to do that to Mahomes. You know, like this is still the Chiefs team. You know, the mm-hmm. Bengals team, again, you know, the Bills didn't show it, but the Bengals have a very banged up line, and Chris Jones can ruin a game. He's better than Ed Oliver. So, you know, I, I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to lay over and take it, which is what it feels like the Bengals – players are expecting to happen based on just what they're saying to me, like to the, you know, media and to like, you know, on social media and stuff like that. So I'm just going to take the points here Mm -hmm. again. Great game. Both these games are going to be excellent games, probably the four best teams in the NFL. So I'm looking forward to it, but I'll take the dog here. Home dog. Uh, Joe, do you want to give anything here? Because I have kind of a long-winded one, so I'd rather you guys yeah. point out. So to speak on that, like if if uh, it's scary because like if Pat Mahomes' ankle is if he's like when he was hobbling, he was significantly like and obviously, but he was significantly worse last week. Like mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he doesn't rely to run, but he just how he throws is so unconventional, and it's usually off his back foot, and he's jumping, and his mobility is like one of his best qualities. So like. It's really scary, but I also would never bet against Pat Mahomes. So I mm-hmm. would, wasn't going to touch this. I think it's going to be an awesome game too. But um, Chiefs Bengals over forty six and a half. Um, I mean, when I when I just thought like in my head like what do I think the final score of this game is going to be? It's like 27-24, 31-28, 31-24. I never once thought 
24-21 or like 2017. Um, so 46 points is pretty low. Uh, I think these offenses are good enough and these quarterbacks are good enough to score in a hurry too. So um, I like that. Yeah, and when they matched up earlier this year, I'm trying to remember, I think the total was like at the end of the game, like 64 points. It was 31 to 34. Am I remembering that correctly? Or maybe I might think of a matchup from a previous year. Let me look it up. Week 12. While, while you look it up, Mikey, yeah. I'm going to just make a quick comment on Dylan had a great point about the injury. And while that is, you know, a factor, uh, if you remember, I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, Mahomes got knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm in the divisional round and i thought in that moment like oh mahomes is done in playoffs he can't see straight he's got mush brains and he balled out i think he went to the super bowl that year so i while the high ankle sprain is very concerning and like that is one of the worst injuries you can have probably i think they'll juice him up i think they will you know every team cheats but i think they will give him stuff maybe he shouldn't have Yep. If they can get away with it, do some stuff, unconventional stuff to get their star quarterback in the game and playing healthy. And I, I don't think it'll be an issue. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be a big enough issue to lose. I don't know how you didn't break his ankle watching that. That was a real dirty play. It was intentional. Like he's like that. He put knee into it. I like that. That's football. But that was I can't I don't know how you <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. You think Tua would have broken his ankle? Tua would have probably got a, a concussion on that play. <laughs> His yeah, ankle would be completely fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the total from that last game was twenty four to twenty seven. So that's what fifty one points, if I'm doing my math uh, correctly. Yep. So, um, that's just interesting. Wanted to get that out of the way. So, um, I just want to throw it out there. I was watching the game last week, and after the fucking uh, the Mahomes injury, him coming back into that game, and his whole antics on the sideline to get put back into that game. I don't want to be that guy. It reminded me a lot of Stafford when he broke his shoulder and he begged to get back in the field and he did throws the game when he touched down. I grew – my my respect for Mahomes went through the – I've never, like, loved Mahomes. I've respected him. They're really just, like – I just found him kind of boring. Like, his excellence was kind of boring. This is now – his excellence was now, like, exciting. Like, it was gutsy. It was, like – there was something, like, more to it. I, I don't know. Big fan. I, I'm weirdly pulling for KC to, for, for the first time. I don't know. Ever. But, um, hey everyone, this is a rare Slick Picks edit. Um, I just wanted to better explain my pick here, um, just because it's kind of complicated, but I think it's an important betting practice to be taking into mind. Um, looking at lines, looking, did they shift and why did they shift? So, I want to break down the uh, week 12 versus uh, this week matchup between Kansas City and Cincinnati. So, <clears throat> These two teams played week 12 at Bengals, which is very important. They were at Bengals. The line was minus two and a half for KC. Um, so that's what we that's what Vegas thinks this matchup should be. Now this game's at Kansas City. So you'd expect minus three to be added because Kansas City's home, uh, making this minus five and a half for Kansas City. But it said this is minus one and a half for the Bengals because of the Mahomes injury. Um, so if you do the math on that, they're basically valuing Mahomes injury as six points. Um, and just for, you know, your sake of knowing this, uh, at a QB, that's like an MVP level QB, which I would consider Mahomes is worth eight points in a spread. So if you, they're valuing Mahomes injury at six total points, they're saying that Mahomes is only going to be 25% of his normal capacity of his normal effectiveness. Um, I think that's just a little too far. Um, so I don't like it because of that. I'm going with. Kansas City um I just think 
There's some weird things going on with this line. And, you know, if you do the math on it, Vegas is pretty much saying Mahomes is going to be a shell of himself. Um, he was obviously badly hurt in that Jaguars game, but he played through it. So um, that's my pick for this week. And it's just mostly line value. I just don't believe Mahomes is only 25% of what he was. Yes, uh, it's a high ankle sprain. Yes, that will get worse as time goes on in terms of pain management. Um, I'm sure his leg looks gruesome right now. I still think he's going to guts it out. I think they're going to give him painkillers. They're going to give him blood thinners to get the fucking swelling down. They're going to do shit. Um, even if it's underhanded, whatever, they're going to get him on the field. He is probably going to retire as the greatest of all time. Um, like Jared said, 7-1-1 one, one, um, sh- against the spread, went home as an underdog. Um, you know, 8-2 and two at Arrowhead during his postseason career. How do you bet against Mahomes? So, yeah, yeah. that's what Speaking of greatness of all time, I feel like this is a good point uh, 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 opportunity to put in my three-point play here. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey over 77 and a half receiving yards. Let me pull up his stats from his previous seven games real quick. So in his last seven playoff games, excuse me, he's eight catches, 109 yards, touchdown, 13 catches, 118 yards, two touchdowns, 10 catches, 133 yards, five catches, 108 yards, touchdown, eight 96, 1, 10, 95, 1, 14, 98, 2. He's over in every single one of those. He's and like it's it's like it's not like the defenses are like, oh, we didn't have a game plan for Travis Kelsey. We fucked up. Yeah. Kelsey's or Hill's gone, and they're still getting blown out by this guy. Even when Kelsey was there, he's the I would you say the best to ever do it at this point? I hate to like yeah. no, he say is. that with would you say oh, would you say not. Gronk or Gonzalez? Probably one of those three. Right? What are we doing? Like best career or who is the best? Like Gronk is Gosh. the only one who's close to me. If, if I want to take, if I'm taking one guy on my team in their prime, it's Gronk, and it's not even close. Like it's not relatively close. Who is the better career at this point? Yeah, now it's that's it's a tough question. It's like Terrell Davis is someone who always comes to mind for me. Like when you say that, because Terrell Davis, like for two years in like the early 2000s, he's the best running back to ever do it, and then he got hurt. That was that Gronk again, you know, injuries. That's tough. I think best to ever do it. Um, not just in a single year. Uh he's getting think, there. He's, he's yeah. close. He's got he's got a he's got a couple more to get Tony, I think. Does I mean, he? He's only did it for so long, right? I mean, I guess, yeah. Gonzalez had such a long career. And maybe yeah, there's a couple other guys too. Still, right? Who? Gonzalez? I think so. Yeah. Because that was like, like 40 years. I was going to say, he, he was just a stack compiler. Not to say he wasn't a great player, but like he also had that like stack compiler element to it where he was just playing forever and ever. Like, like Larry Fitz. A little bit, a little bit. But they also weren't throwing the football back then. Like even as, as much. It's just the passing yards was way lower. Yeah. It's so hard to like compare them. Yeah, I, I agree. But Kelsey's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's up there. He's one of them. He could be one. Currently today – unstoppable him and him and Mahomes yep. are unstoppable I think the 77 and a half could hit by halftime I, I'm not saying it will but I'm saying it easily could last game, week if, he had 55 at halftime to give you some context yeah and he, he also had 13 catches at halftime or something like that yeah it was like, unreal nickel and diamond to death yeah 77 and a half I think he's gonna hit no problem uh, I'm not worried about it I'm gonna put uh I don't know a lot of money on it I was gonna make a joke I'm, I'm fucking dead and tired I think Chad Henning wins this game, too. You see Chad Henning balling out again? Dolphins legend. I wanted to mention that. Legend. If worse comes to worse, Chad Henning showed that he can run the offense. I mean, Chad it's Henning a revenge game last week. If Chad Henning was on the on the Dolphins still, they might have won the AFCs. 
If if he started against the Bills, we would have won that won that game by a lot, probably. Yeah, yeah. Chad Henney, sure. Tua, I don't know about that. Chad Henney started with the Dolphins for a while. He's a, he's a legend. Maybe two years. He's a legend. Well, what are your what are your favorite three Dolphins quarterbacks aside from Tua? Um, uh, Cleo Lemon. Cleo Lemon. Okay, <laughs> some guy I don't even remember. When we went, okay. When we went one in fifteen, he was the quarterback that won us that one game. We had called Dante Culpepper that year, and Cleo Lemon won us that football game. Awesome. Uh, Dante Culpepper was that was like the best backup quarterback I like of the history of football. That guy always came in and got the biggest standing ovations. It's a great um, one. And then Fitzpatrick. I mean, come on. He's probably he's, my, he's yeah. my favorite Dolphins quarterback of all time. I think he's a lot of people's favorite quarterback of all time. For me, yeah, for me, it's uh, I don't think he's on my list, but for Bills fans that draw, I have so many to pick from. It's fucking awesome. Uh, JP Lossman, number one, yeah. Trent Edwards, and then Kyle Orton, top three right there. Kyle, or, if there was a video of Kyle Orton after a win. He's packing a fat lip <laughs> on the way to handshake. I'm like, that's that's my dude. That's yep. Buffalo tough. That's the yep. fucking guy. That's a blue blooded uh, blue blooded American. I love Hell that. Yeah. All right, Jared is about to fall asleep and or pass out on the cast. Um, closing. I'm remarks. right here. No, no, you're falling asleep. What are you? I'm right here. I'm upside down. You know, the blood's going you're, to my head. Yeah, yeah maybe that's a, that issue. You're like this the whole time. I was gonna wrap it up so you could go to bed and you could finally relax. I'm right here, bro. I'm here to talk ball. You were here to talk. So you want to talk about what the Bills need to do this offseason? I. I would love if we did a little exercise, and I won't critique anything anyone says. Mm-hmm. If you're the Bills, Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Poyer, Devin Singletary are the big contracts coming up. What do you do? No, what are you no one's the Bills? getting a contract this. Year? You guys have. To, I I hate to say There's it. There's room for think, one. There's room I, for one. I actually think you guys need to basically shed as many contracts as you can and kind of do like a one to two year like retool. Like I'm not saying like strip down down. There so needs to be a. Do you have anyone that comes to mind what you would do? I, you can't pay Singletary. You can draft a, a running back in the seventh round who's a bruiser. I like Singletary. You can't pay him. Uh, Poyer, Poyer is a safety and or cornerback. Which, which is safety. safety. He's a safety. I don't, ball. Uh, I don't think you can pay uh, a safety if you're strapped for cash and you're trying to pay. Yeah, he's and, what was, and what was the last option? Edmonds, 24-year-old middle linebacker. I like Edmonds. I, I think he's the only one you, you should pay. Because if you guys don't pay him... I'm don't. leaning that way. I'm leaning that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, they fucking will. Because I'll tell you, you what... You guys got Elaine Roberts running around back there still, right? He's fast. Uh, what were you saying, Mikey? Uh, you guys got gashed. Uh, just ran right through. If you got to pay linebackers, they're, they're going to help stop the run. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to be that guy. Because I do, like secondarily root for the bills i was really disappointed in the team um look dead everyone was I, I think both coordinators need to be arguing for their <laughs> jobs like i i think they need to justify why they're not fired um i think the drafting has been i've been saying for a while that i don't feel like your guys first round draft pick does anything every year like, 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 just for example, I understand Aiden Hutchinson was like the top of the draft. So I'm not going to pretend like, you know, the number two pick versus like you guys had like 28 this year or whatever. Like, obviously there's going to be a big difference there, but like, I, I, who'd you draft this year in the first round? Kairi Lam, and he was benched all year for Dane Jackson, who's a seventh rounder out of Buffalo. That's what I'm saying. You guys have to start hitting. And I think it has to be on the defensive side as well. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I know your defense on paper 
like all the stats say that you're a good defense. When I watch the Bills, I don't feel like your defense pressures. I, I feel agree. like your defense just lets shit happen to them. And it pisses me off because the Bills, the difference is the Lions are just bad at defense. So it's like, all right, they're just, they just suck. The Bills, they're supposed to be good. I feel like you guys never sack the quarterback, or at least it feels that way. No, it feels like it. you. It feels like you give up third and eight, so like it's your fucking job. I don't know. It got me really frustrated because I actually do, would love to see the Bills win it all. Um, I like Allen, so I don't know. The got me a little like the third best defense this year. Like, statistically, yeah, statistically, it's. Do you want me to make a comment on it, or do you want to just tell me what you think the Bills should do? The I won't Bill- think anything you say. Open floor, Dylan. I think what they need to do. <laughs> is they need to take the staff. They they need a they need a, a morale because they're just they're too built up on like, oh my god, we're the Bills, the fans love us, the NFL loves us. I think they need to get the faculty, the coaches, the some fans in the facility with the players, sit the players in front of them, and then blow the fucking stadium up and mm-hmm. murder all those people. Mm-hmm. Because they're mm-hmm. just oh, it's it's so funny. I mean, to talk about who like drafting bad, 2000. I just sent you. I just sent you all of them. I'm sure you can round, read. Round round one, pick seven, 2018. You guys drafted a quarterback from the Mountain West Conference, a guy who doesn't know how to play in big games, and you're still riding with a guy who loses more and more every year. I mean, I don't say I don't think you guys should cut Josh Allen, but you're not going to win anything with him. I, it's and you know what? It's fine. As a Dolphins fan, I'm very happy to sit here and know that we're actually building to hopefully win something one day. Um, maybe. I'm just happy to know that you guys both for forever. I don't know what you guys do. You guys bet you sold out to win a Super Bowl. You guys have a great roster. Your team you're not talking. So, okay, so now you're not being productive. You're just being mean. I want to uh, say you guys need to stop drafting running backs in the top three rounds because it's not working. You guys, whatever evaluation process you have for running backs, it seems really poor. Um, stop, stop draft. Like I'm now just like lashing out against the Bills because I've never been able to criticize the Bills because everyone's the Bills have lashing out. Been everyone's on lashing this fucking out. podium of great. That's why Dylan's eating it up. Stop drafting running four. backs. You guys are awful at drafting. Look at fucking the kid Isaiah Pacheco for the Kansas City. He's tearing shit up. He was like an idiot round that. pick. Go for I it. think the Chiefs just make running backs look phenomenal. I mean, Clyde Edwards another stinks. Pacheco, I think, stinks. I think it's just when you have Pat Mahomes and you're just so goddamn worried about that guy throwing the football, anybody's yeah. gonna look good behind that line. But that's just I don't love Pacheco. I don't hate him though. Guy yeah, runs I do think conceptually, though, you can just grab a late round pick and just slap them into running back, and they're going to three yards and a bunch of dust. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. So I, don't I know. agree. I will say, Dylan, that's the second time on this podcast alone you brought up killing everyone on the Buffalo Bills roster. It's crazy. That's crazy. But, you know, I said I wasn't going to critique what you said, so that's fine. What are you writing down something I say in the podcast? I freaking lady. Like, hey, man. Notes. Yeah, I I don't even take notes of my job. Come on, uh, if I if I'm the Bills, fire the defensive coordinator, blow up the defensive line, blow up the right side of the offensive line, uh, and then re-sign Edmonds, and then just retool where you can with what money you have. Draft yep. fat guys early, and then wide receiver maybe early. Uh, I hear Henner Ruffroad might be on the block. Maybe try to get Henner Runfro. I do think you guys might need to look at a number one, like a QB or sorry, a wide receiver in the QB. first round, not QB, like an Addison sure. type guy that might fall into yep. the later half of the first round. Like I think you got, or like Quentin Johnson. Is that the guy's name from TCU? Yeah, I don't want him though. He didn't do dick against 
Georgia's defense. Okay. And he's going to be playing Georgia's defense every week. That Maybe is that's... fair. It's not it's it's not fair to put everything on one game, but that's what bowl games are for. So yep. that's what I'm doing with Quentin Johnson. Like I think that guy's going to stink. If uh, JSN falls, you guys, the uh, kid from uh, Ohio State, I think that's an auto pick. I don't think you can pass up on him. Uh, Jackson's uh, Smith and Jigma. Um, yeah. Scary like saying that fast. name. Very, very scary saying his name. That's why I went with JSN. Yeah. Um, People in Buffalo won't care. They'll just say it. Mm, that's a good point. They're going <laughs> to love him up there. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, oh my God! No. I think I one thing I can, I'll say positive about the Bills. One, this is the only thing you're going to get from me that's positive all night. You should be very happy that you guys got a 34 year old pass rusher for the next eight years. That was a great signing. It's always smart to we get were a guy the fourth who, best pass year. rushing team with him. Yeah, no, but signing him for eight years that makes sense, and that's going to pay off. I and I know when he's 42, that's when it's going to start clicking. Some people said Tom Brady didn't get good until he was 40. Also, there's an opt-out after four years. They'll probably come a year early. He'll get them for three. So it's fine. I was fine with that. That's that's a nothing comment for me. That's a nothing okay. comment. I, I don't care about Josh Allen. You don't care about your football team. It's crazy. Well, because I can be – like, I'll just die defending Josh Allen. I've put five yeah, years no into defending to. him. Josh Allen is going to be Big Ben and Brett Favre. So a big question people have asked a in the NFL. Criminal? A sex a big, hey, listen to me. You stole my goddamn punchline, Dylan. You stole well, my goddamn punchline. Are you saying you're gonna be a sex offender? I was gonna say people always wondered what happened if there was a big strong quarterback like Big Ben and Brett Favre who weren't, you know, rapists. And that's that's what we got. But you fucked up the whole thing. I don't want to do the show anymore. Now I'm tired. I wasn't tired, Mikey. Now I'm tired. Jared's exhausted. Um, I have a concussion. Yeah. Yeah, I also thought the Von Miller signing was fucking awful, but I didn't want to say it because I felt like who the fuck am I to comment on the bills? Let me know you guys haven't read the contract without reading the contract. I read the whole contract. I read the (laughs) whole thing. Me and me me and Jared did have somebody in a group chat that that said that um a false the false start that the Bengals got helped the Bengals. And uh that was probably the worst thing. Oh dude. I don't even listen to that guy. Being speech. a little bit farther away from the end zone was that he was going to give a better chance for scoring. And I was just like, this is the craziest take I've ever heard. Yeah, this same guy started coming at Dylan's throat, like, first quarter of the Bills game. This guy's relentless. Uh, but, you know, he's a fan is what he is. And oh, you guys – um, He's a real fan. And you guys are – you know, he's you're just not fan. as in it as he is. He's not a, He's not a fan of either team. Is he not? No, <laughs> he's, he's just a, a great. He's a Ravens slash Titans fan. I hope he listens. I hope he listens. He's just a crazy man. He's just a crazy man. Crazy guy with bad takes. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah. I got. Do into I know it with this them. person? I don't. Yes, I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You met him a couple times. We'll, we'll talk in the group chat. We'll talk in the group chat. Okay. Uh, even though he's probably listening to this, he knows who. Also, he we're is. not even saying anything bad, right? Like, there's a hundred million. It's a bad take. It's it's a bad. Well, he does have historically bad takes. That's what we're talking about. We were getting in it when AJ Brown got traded to the to the the Eagles. I said I'd much rather have AJ Brown in the passing league than Derrick Henry, and he like called me an idiot pretty much. Yeah, no, like, he's not... like, you don't know ball, Jared. I was like, I I know too much ball. It's a problem. Whoa, yeah, yeah you do know balls, dude. Freaking questionable. Hey, that double entendre right there. Nice. About to go make some turkey balls right now after this after this show wraps up. Can we have him on for the Super Bowl? Whoever this guy no. is. Unironically, no, can great. you just not tell him? Can you just like be like, "Hey, we're not here to fucking make fun of you. Just come on the show." I would really. He'd probably like have like. 
like over seven field goals. You're like, that's the lock. <laughs> I'm dying to meet this guy. Um, all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Before we end up uh, being put on a list for blowing up half the stadiums in the NFL, um, this is a good one. Jared is literally just walking off. He's done. He's he's over it. He's done with the NFL. He's done with the podcast. Um, I don't know if we're going to put out a Super Bowl episode. He's literally not. I, I see him walking away. Bad guy. Um, thank you, everyone.